0: As a production note, Jason will not be joining us this week. This was a uh, it was a special one shot favor he gave to us, so we thank him for his time. So back to the regular crew. As another production
1: note, I don't have any truffles today. You told me don't get
2: you chocolate, get you pecan sand. I know,
1: I, I know, sandals? but I'm just saying I won't be eating truffles during today's recording. So. <laughs> oh, okay, I get
0: it. <laughs> threw threw himself at the mercy of the court
1: she told me not to
0: (laughs) good man that's how you do it last time Rasha, Rhapsody and Addy continued their path towards the southern location marked on their map rumored to be a place Kriva was holding and manipulating the Rannanek the three fairly quickly dispatched a small contingent of undead guards outside Meanwhile, Occam's progress to the down Kasatha ship took a slight speed bump when he ran into Francis and Claire, the human explorer and his pet Sharkwing. The three made their way across the jungle using Francis's Xeno-Druid magic to find an opening in the down vessel. This ancient ship was completely deserted and they were able to easily disable the signal jammer. Immediately, Karina from Ockham's ship was finally able to make contact and was speeding towards him. But things went from hopeful to terrible when, in the twilight sky of Crevas Crater, the Skull and Tones was intercepted in flight by a large black dragon, who swiftly brought the ship down in a pile of drake flesh and metal. Panicked, Ockham is now sprinting at full speed towards the wreckage, leaving his new friend behind in his wake. But first, rhapsody. I hit it. <laughs> uh, Rhapsody's uh, portion of the party. you just you three brought down um two ghouls and another corpse folk. So there are yeah. bodies strewn about. What are you guys doing right now?
1: Well, seeing as there's no uh element of surprise at this point. I imagine Rhapsody is just going to start striding for the building.
0: Okay. Does anyone want to loot anything? Does Brasha ever not? Um, She
1: she ain't about that, but I doubt Brasha's going to walk off and not take stuff.
0: Okay. Very good. So Brasha, uh, Rhapsody is uh, stomping towards the entrance to this building. Uh, The corpse folk that you saw Running down the wall to you, uh, you see that he had a pair of magical boots. Do you have mysticism? I should. I know you have one point. Okay, so why Uh. don't you give me a mysticism check as you look at these uh, these silvery metal boots?
3: I have at least one rank in every skill except for survival. (laughs)
0: <laughs> so the one probably most needed in a jungle setting but mm-hmm. you weren't really planning on being in a jungle setting when Rasha came to this world. Mysticism is a nine. With a nine, these are magical boots. and Magical boots! And you have the sneaking suspicion that they were what gave this uh, otherwise mundane undead Soldier, the ability to walk on a vertical surface, but you know nothing else. Also mm-hmm. on that body was a a big ass acid cannon.
3: Uh, cool. I'll definitely take those two.
0: Okay, and
3: um, <clears throat> I'm probably ripping some of the uh, insulating uh, stuffing out of any armor or clothing that he has.
0: Yeah, he he had a. a rather shoddy set of second skin armor that uh, has definitely started to just peel apart. It's, it's like a ho- basically living in this jungle, his armor uh, took on the effect of a Halloween costume on November 2nd. It's just literally falling apart. So yeah, you have tons of strips of uh, insulation. I do remember you were asking Occam to retrieve some when he, he parted ways and he, he asked uh, if you need electrical or thermal, and you said yes. So yeah, uh, the ghouls had didn't have anything on them at all. They were unarmed and wearing just uh, shitty smocks. But yeah, you you've gathered up what uh, loot you can, and Addie has uh, made her way back down the hill where she where the three of you were just peppering these uh, undead bastards from distance. So she's retrieved some arrows and she's got it drawn and not. And Rhapsody, you're going just walking straight into the uh, structure. Yeah. Okay. Inside this kind of half a lighthouse structure is kind of how I phrased it last time. It's a stone cylindrical shape building with the top just fallen or sheared off due to age. Uh, going into the dilapidated building, you see old lanterns hung around uh, even older kind of rafters made of wood, and the furniture inside is warped by moisture and age. A rusty, rickety metal staircase wraps around and up the in- against the interior wall of this structure. Uh, to the back from where you're entering, uh, there's a large door that's closed and secured with a large, almost comically large metal padlock. Uh, inside the odor of ghouls is just everywhere. It's it's like it like ghouls smell disgusting, and this is where they made camp, and it's just foul.
1: Right. Um. I, if I'm remembering correctly, we were gonna have Addie see about their, was it raptorx or whatever they have here.
0: Mm-hmm. Rhino
1: neck. Rhino neck. I'll be able to say it one of these days. But <laughs> uh, so like. Um, I'm just gonna check out this area for anything dangerous, you know, more ghouls or whatnot, Mm -hmm. while waiting for her to catch up Mm -hmm. so we can see about these critters.
0: Okay, yeah, give me a perception check.
1: Uh, 13 plus 4, so 17.
0: Okay. Uh, you, you don't see any signs of, uh, any other you know you, you don't you don't hear any ghouls you don't see you don't see or hear anything uh, out of place uh, by now brush has finished up with his looting and he's now <laughs> he's either inside the room with you or he's <laughs> literally standing outside the other side of the window <laughs> but uh, you guys are all right by each other um, with that 17 you do find hanging on the wall a uh, set of ancient keys next to uh a table with some crew drawings on them.
1: What are these drawings of?
0: Uh, looking at them, it looks like uh, someone was working on uh, like charcoal rubbings and it seems to be some sort of archaic form of literature where stories are told with images in panels.
1: OK. Um, She's going to roll those up and stick them in her bag. Okay. Uh being she's not gonna stop what she's doing to read them, but being a bit of a history buff. hmm Uh she's gonna take those. And she will <laughs>
0: grab the keys. Okay. Uh Rasha, uh are you in the room? Yeah, probably. Okay. Uh why don't you give me a perception check as you're looking around the room? Yeah. Jesus.
3: I missed. <laughs> <laughs> um, perception eight. No,
0: wait, not eight. Sorry, eighteen. That's okay. what I meant to that's say. That's better. That's yeah, that's much much better. Um, you don't see a whole lot more other than uh, <laughs> more more of these drawings are uh more of these, yeah, drawings are. You look up and you see that there are some up top. Like where that corpse folk was, kind of patrolling around the ring here, you do see a, a pile of uh, papers very similar to what Rhapsody has just rolled up and stowed away. Okay,
3: um, hmm. I'll uh, I'll hand the boots to her and be like, "There's uh, some more up there if you'd
0: like to try to get them." Oh, uh, I should say this—this this metal staircase—it's not nice. Uh, Rhapsody, uh, <laughs> Rhapsody may overload uh, the weight capacity on there with all the armor she's carrying, and she's just a big tough gal. But uh, Brasha, you—you you think you could uh, either scale the stairs, you know, with with some simple uh, athletics or acrobatics, or you could uh, climb the wall—the wall—the walls itself—it's just like rough stone at this.
1: So since he has handed me these boots, can mm-hmm. I make a mysticism check on them? Absolutely. Uh, 21.
0: Okay, yes. Uh, these are called falcon boots, and you would know about these with your um, penchant for ancient history. Uh, they are uh Armored steel boots with integrated knee protection With uh, on the kneecaps are etched falcon. From your studies of Old Galarian, uh, a group of eagle knights from the ancient nation of Andorran called the Steel Falcons use these, and they were designed specifically for sailing ships. As a move action, while wearing these, you can set your own personal local gravity to be perpendicular to any adjacent surface able to support your weight basically this is this is as a move action you can you know click your boots together and scale walls like this
1: well i guess you will look at them and relate all this to brasha
0: okay i and i will copy and paste the info there uh different kind of falcon you're not getting wings yet and i'm also going to put info for the acid cannon uh so yeah uh, these are magic boots. You uh, you just activate them and you can scale. Uh, let's see here. Uh, you gain a climb speed equal to your landing speed. Uh, and if you're notch prone, you fall in accordance with your personal gravity. So you would fall if you were running down a wall and someone was able to trip you. You would not fall to the ground. You would fall to your ground.
1: Yeah, Brasha, I tell you all
3: that. Uh okay.
0: <laughs> oh, I just saw the price on those Falcon boots. That was a little more than the encounter called for. But I'm nice. So okay, yeah. Rhapsody is uh offer these boots back up to you with the information required. Would you like to don them?
3: Uh, I think I'm just gonna Eric them. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I deserve that. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, I guess he'll he'll start putting them on but he's kind of like mumbling under his breath like uh, <laughs> I can create uh, teleporter portals, I can climb uh, your giant woman. and I thought maybe you'd want some more mobility but okay
1: <laughs> I have all the ability I need with my sword
0: you now have a pair of magic boots you're either wearing or not. Um, Rhapsody, you have a set of keys and there is a big-ass padlock.
1: Yeah, let's go figure out which key fits the lock.
0: Okay. Uh, There are only two keys. You try one. It doesn't fit. Try two. It fits. (laughs) Uh, And, uh, do you want to completely remove... Do you want to open this door? Do you guys want to continue on? Or did you want to uh, do anything else before...
1: Well, I'm not just going to throw the door open. I'm going to open it enough to look inside. Mm-hmm. But yeah, uh, yeah. see what's there before I throw the door wide open.
0: Okay, yeah. You, these... Uh, this metal... Like, you, you are a very strong person... You feel as you turn it, like you could have almost just as easily snapped this lock or snapped this key in half, but you're able to disengage the lock. The padlock thumps to the ground, and uh, as you tug on the door to um, look in, a a draft, a blast of just fetid, mildewy, murky, bad-smelling air just blasts you right in the face. And it just smells like uh, a summer's evening at the zoo, and you're doing cleanup. Like it is just disgusting. The the odor that is coming from here. You 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 recognize the stench of ghouls, that comes with the territory. Um, but just this this awful water damage smell. And I feel like Tracy, you probably know what that that distinctive water damage smell is. Just
1: yeah, I quit breathing. <laughs>
0: Very nice. You can just turn that off for the rest of you, uh, Addy and Rasha. I'll just, you, it comes out and it's already smells bad, but then this rush of air comes out and it's quite awful. I don't need you to do a fortitude save just yet, but like it's right on the edge of like tickling your gag reflex of just awfulness. But, uh, at Rhapsody you open the door and you, you uh there's no light, but so with your dark vision you see that it is a a simple stone staircase that goes down and curves to the right. Uh give me a perception check. At a twenty. Uh the uh light snoring you heard before has um Now that the uh, almost soundproof door has uh, been opened, uh, you hear uh, lo- loud beastly snoring. You you hear water dripping, but you don't see anything of note. But uh, the the source of this uh, snoring that I just recent just a second ago remembered I stated last session, um, this is the source of it. It sounds like no less than five different sources of loud ass snoring with that 20.
1: She's going to close the door back. Okay. Put the lock back on it for the time being. Okay. And uh, she'll turn to the party and be like, okay, so the beasts are obviously down there. Um don't know what else might be down there with them or how many of them will have already been made into these undead creatures. I suggest we get uh, get a camp made and get some rest before we delve down that
3: far. Sounds like a uh, good enough plan to me.
0: Addy just gives a quick nod. Um, then puts her uh, arm to her face and takes a few steps away from the door.
1: Yeah, I, I'll put the padlock back on it and everything. Okay. Cool. Um, yeah. And probably leave the building to try to find somewhere to set up camp. Okay. Uh, since the building smells so bad, mm-hmm. but I am going to keep the keys with me.
0: Okay, very good. Yeah, you uh, you go uh back up the little hill that you were on and. Uh, not too far away from there. Uh, you, there's almost no smell of the ghouls, you don't know. Like, it's that lingering thing, like, you don't know if you actually smell it or if it's the 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 particles are still in your nasal passages. Um, but you are far enough away, you can still see with it, you can still see the structure. Uh, and it's kind of a drier area, you can set up camp here.
1: Yeah, I don't want to go down there and fight these things until I get my paling bil- abilities back for
0: the day. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. Okay, so while you guys set up a camp, I'm going to zoom over to Akim. <clears throat> you uh, have just left the Kasatha ship. The uh, human traveler you met, named Francis, has a uh, you know clapped you on the back and told you to go on without him. You know he'll catch up. And you are you are just bolting through the jungle towards. Uh, the the crash that you saw well you, you saw the kind of billowing effect of all the birds and stuff like launching from where um, it landed. So you are rushing through the jungle. The uh, the crash is you, you estimate to be about half a mile away, but with your speed, you could probably make that in no time. I don't know the actual uh, conversion to. Uh, hold on. I know a mile is 5,280 feet, but I wasn't... I just didn't feel like doing the math for how long it took you. You are... uh, You kind of reacted... Sorry. No, go ahead.
2: Um, Assuming I can't um, move my true full speed uh, at running, just being able to double move, uh, it would take me just over two minutes.
0: Jesus Christ. Okay. Uh, yeah uh, so it's dark at this point and you do not have dark vision so you have your flashlight out and you're uh, hoofing it across here. It's you know the the undergrowth isn't so bad where it's difficult terrain but you are having to uh, you know leap hop around. give me just like a, a, a fair and average uh, athletics check and this will be uh. for the two minutes you were running. I'm just gonna do a blink at one check.
2: Uh, does this count as jumping or no? Yeah, it does. Yeah. Okay. Then so scroll down here on my jump bonuses. Uh I rolled a 5 and got a 24.
3: Fuck
0: you. Um
2: <laughs> That's why I asked if it was jumping cuz there is a big, no, big difference.
0: <laughs> I I knew that I knew there was a difference, but Christ. Okay. Um
2: no, no, Just straight my athletics is 2.
0: Do you have leapers no you don't anyway not important uh yes i
2: did i didn't take them off of that um (gasps) i think it's minus eight is it it'd still be 16 yeah you're good 11 plus five yeah
0: okay yeah yeah you're uh you're still able to just you know launch across any fallen trees or anything you run through a uh a a small gathering of those little moonjack creatures that, uh, you guys feasted upon yesterday. Uh, but you're just hauling ass and just zipping right through and you arrive at, a, a, a little, little body of water, but this little body of water is currently occupied with a, uh, uh, a writhing mass of dragon and your ship. Now, Before um, I continue, uh, real quick, Sean, have you ever seen the movie Never Ending Story? Yeah. Okay. So go ahead. And
2: the second one. Cool. But it's been a while.
0: Cool. So yeah, you you have arrived here. There is a uh, a, a pile of dragon <laughs> laying in this, call it a pond.
2: Or a bog. You son of a bitch.
0: What? <laughs>
2: This is my ship. Is not a horse,
0: isn't it? Is it is not. Is it? Is it not an analog? It's Everything's
3: a horse if you're liberal enough with definitions.
0: <laughs> so yeah, you you arrive and there is a large dragon, uh, trying to uh push a, a a, you know, class-sized tiny ship off of it. But it's still a heavy thing, and it's it is straining. Well, let me see how hard it's straining. It is trying to get your ship off while it's sinking into this, uh... Yeah, let's call it a bog. That's a fun word. A bog? Yeah. What do you do?
2: Uh, how far away from the edge of the water is this?
0: Ten feet. Like, that is mostly taking up this entire area.
2: Oh. I tell Karina to attempt to reverse thrusters, and I'm gonna blast the dragon and yell at it. Get off of them, you bitch! Jesus Christ.
0: not very good. It's a large Um, creature. What'd you get?
2: Uh, E-A-C-8. I rolled shit.
0: Uh, it, 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 like, you know, glances off its, you know, wing. Uh, it is, it is straining, it is roaring. Uh, but Karina, the ship, isn't responding. Uh, give me an engineering check as you're standing there.
2: Hey, I rolled well. Um, nineteen.
0: Okay, you see that Karina? Uh, you see the skull? And, I need to stop calling your ship just Karina. Your ship is called the Skull and Tones. Yeah. The Skull and Tones has uh, taken some damage, and you see that uh, there's a pretty decent gouge mark where you, as the tinkerer, know the uh, uh, external kind of antenna. It's not like a car antenna, but where a signal boosting antenna-like thing. Amplifier? Yes, amplifier, thank you. Uh, Has been uh, gouged with uh, dragon claws.
2: Um, Can I see into the cockpit?
0: Uh, Yeah, you can.
2: And the dragon is pinned under the ship?
0: Uh, Not so much pinned as um, smothering? Smothered? Like, it's not, like, it can move. It's just having a hell of a time with the sinking underneath it and the uh the weight of the thing itself it's having just a hard time getting um a firm footing to push it off If this was dry ground if they had fallen uh 200 feet and landed on hard ground oh you know what little fun fact i forgot to do stats for this dragon i'll probably cut that so let me just do a little bit of math
2: does starfinder not have pre-done stats for dragons
0: they do, but I'm not going to throw a CR12 dragon at you. They didn't have. Think, uh, of
1: Think of it like this, Sean. You know how when you're comfy and all sunk down in your bed and patches and sits on your lap, and you have to try to get up, and he weighs too fucking much.
0: <laughs> yes, that. <laughs> so that that is that is the picture you see before you. Um, your ship is the fat cat, and uh, you are the dragon. Uh, so, you know, you see that this dragon, like, your ship took some damage, you see scratch marks, you see gouges, you see the forward viewport has a, uh, a large puncture hole within, uh, no doubt from a claw, but you also see that this dragon took a shit ton of damage as well as it brought it down, but it didn't bring it down nicely. Karina shot, or the Skull and Tones, controlled by Karina she fired uh, the shipboard weapons at your request uh, as it went down so this dragon is also looking pretty beat up as well but yeah you can definitely see within the the, the ship itself
2: okay Uh, I mean it's probably the end of my turn I I blasted
0: Uh, this isn't really initiative order this is just kind of this is just an event that's happening kind of thing this Um, dragon is completely preoccupied with this to deal with uh, some little bastard uh, shooting it with creepy-looking magic.
2: Not okay. Creepy, well, just... uh, I'm gonna accept the point of burn. Okay. Uh, to um, increase my, uh, I'm gonna do is I'm gonna increase my defense uh, to ten percent. Okay. That will make me ethereal, and I'm going oh. to fly into my ship.
0: Okay. Now, um. I listened to a lot of podcasts, and there was one I listened to that had a cloak of etherealness, where they went to the ethereal plane. Is this going to be anything or no, like that? No, uh,
2: incorporeal. I, I used the wrong word.
0: You're fine. I just want to make sure I'm I'm giving doing the right. So yeah, you. So it, it doesn't look like you're um, wearing the One in Fellowship of the Ring. It just you are now
2: yeah, out of I, phase. Yeah, Yeah, basically. Okay. So I pass into the ship and I position myself to fire my fucking weapons as soon as I'm solid again.
0: Uh, so, yeah, you're in the cockpit. You go back corporeal. You can you see that within that there is a good amount of damage done inside. Like, it was shook quite a bit. Um, but, yeah, you get back to corporeal. There is still power to the ship. It's just communications are completely down.
2: I'm going to uh, charge and blast. Um shooting is a pilot check, right?
0: Uh, okay, so a gunnery check is your gunnery check. D20 plus Mm -hmm. your BAB plus your DEX modifier or your number of piloting ranks.
2: Oh, ranks. Yeah. Uh, ranks. Ranks are two. BAB is three. DEX is one. So, um total of plus five,
0: uh, dirty 20. Okay, yeah, you you definitely point-blank are able to hit, uh, this dragon uh, like, full-on in one of its wings. Go ahead and roll damage.
2: Um. Shit, I didn't have my ship open. One You're second.
0: Fucking, I think it's 2d4. I could be wrong.
2: Where is my thing? Wait,
0: I should have to... had, yeah, I should have told you this. To
2: just... Uh, I should have thought about it because, uh, there's my skull and tone sheet. I have it on my system. Here. Um. Ch-ch-ch-ch. Laser net. Okay, now nope. where's the information for laser net?
0: Tell me! Tell me. Oh, 2d6.
2: 2d6, okay. And it's multiplied by 10 for. Mm hmm. Uh. Terrestrialism terrestrial shooting. Yep. Come on, do sixes. Come here. You look fancy and you look angry, so that will work. Uh so a hundred damage.
0: Jesus Christ.
2: <laughs> okay. Um I believe that would be fire. It's a laser.
0: Yeah. It's yeah. Uh, so yeah, you you blow this fucking wing right off. It's like uh, Skyrim, um, um, what's it, ragdoll physics? As this wing just shears off from this, and it flies into the forest, and the dragon stops fighting altogether. It, it kind of slumps down. You feel like a, 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 one of its uh, arms like wrap around the hole, just flop down and no fighting but you're still sinking
2: Uh, I'm going to try and uh, engage the the anti-grav and thrusters and try and get out of the muck
0: okay give me a piloting check to uh, do this because your ship took some damage Jesus fucking
2: shit um do I get or the bonuses are on my sheet um pilot ship is a total of three so that's only six
0: you're you're hitting the right buttons but it's not doing the trick Uh, you're still sinking down you're now at about uh, surface level like the dragon has the dragon is underneath you but it's still kind of coiled around the top of the skull and tones and you're not able to break free you're still sinking why don't you give me an engineering check as you try to like patch systems
2: i'm gonna hit the um i'm gonna smack the internal intercom and be like karina help me out
0: static crackle kind of oh, l- little no. little little hub little like onboard dash kind of lights up in response to this uh so yeah you'll get karina's bonus um
2: uh, okay so rolling f- i'm gonna have her try to aid me okay Um. So, she would aid. Let me hopefully not roll shit. I rolled the exact same thing. So with an eight, eight is still plus two in Starfinder, right? Yes. Okay. Uh. So that's fourteen.
0: Uh. Okay. Yeah. It. You know. You seem to like. You know. Cross. The right. The right wires. You're able to like. It's your ship. You've. You've pieced this thing together yourself, right? So you know your ship. Um, yeah,
2: I'm not as like legitimately knowledgeable as Brasha by a long fucking shot. Uh, mm-hmm. Like he is cut a lot of corners by being able to just fix things.
0: Okay. And you're kind of paying for that now because some of the, uh, the um, jury rigging that you did, it's, it's now kind of working against you. So, you're able to get restore things. Uh Karina kinda like lights back up and she's uh her her voice is deep and kinda modulated, a little a little rougher, her uh her uh her stuttering thing that I do in post, it's a, a little more belabored. Akim. We're back, we're back. You did it engaging the thrusters
2: he'll he'll get up and and try and like he'll look out the window and make sure that it's actually going and not just sputtering and and, and it, chugging
0: it is kind of sputtering because now that that back half is kind of in the muck this the ship is designed for space flight so kind of being in the whatever sci-fi bullshit mechanics uh, it is having difficulty blasting out of this mud.
2: Um, are there are there any pieces of the ship that are still above the muck? As oh, it it's mostly
0: yeah. It's mostly above. It's like it, it's like more than three quarters of it is still above. It's just the bottom part is sinking, and that's kind of where your engine your engine. <laughs> if this was a Starfleet ship, I could tell you your nacelles are underwater but uh, you don't really have nacelles like that, but the back is where your engine ports are. So you are mostly above. You're not submerged, but you're submerging. And Karina pipes up. We are too loaded down.
2: Uh, I'm going to try. I'm going to open the rear access, or which way is the ship tilted? Is it more down in the front or more down in the back?
0: More down in the back, so it's it's tilted up. You're you're looking up. It's like uh, you're you're like, <laughs> I can't think of the movie I'm thinking of, but like imagine a bus on a cliff. Uh, the cliff is mud, and uh, the, the nose is kind of pointed up. But yeah, if you want you want to open your rear hatch. Uh,
2: can I make a knowledge check of some kind, right quick?
0: Sure, dungeoneering. D- <laughs> I just did it. Uh,
2: um. Uh, Got him. When... When... Um, the reason it's illegal to drift inside of planet space and and or other occupied space, how mm-hmm. big is the bubble?
0: Uh, so I... With the new uh, Starship Operation Manual book that came out, I, my understanding of the drift and drift engines has shifted ever so slightly. So the drift engine isn't like a... A Starfleet, where it's you know zooming you fast, it's not like Star Wars, where it's pushing you into uh, another realm. The way the drift a drift engine works is it is it drifts into like it, like li- quite literally, like slips, like it, it, like activates and you kind of phase out of the material plane and into the drift plane is that a better way of putting it
2: i i guess
1: it's like shadow walking but for ships
2: yeah um yeah but i could be gone for days if i do that ah uh,
0: so are you opening the rear hatch
2: no um okay. not if the backs down um, it's like
0: okay it's down okay i guess you know what let me let me, like, just the back lower half. Like, you can open your hatch just fine. Like, I, I think I'm doing right, a poor job.
2: But if, if the back is down, I actually want to leave it closed until I do what I want to do. So Okay. Um, I'm going to full round. I'm going to portal out uh, so that I don't take health damage. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm going to go around, and I'm going to, and I don't know if this is going to work. Akim doesn't know if this is going to work but Occam and I both understand that things that are larger than large cannot enter his portals. So I'm going to try and pop a portal under the exit hatch while it's closed, and another one under the front.
0: Okay, um, okay, I think I had this in my mind, okay.
2: I'm trying to use them as immovable objects, if possible, um, so to speak.
0: Okay, so the the portal on the rear hatch opens, the portal underneath, so are you trying to, like, displace the mud to go from one portal? No,
2: I, I can't displace anything, but that's okay. kind of the point.
0: Yeah. Um. On, what I'm trying to do
2: is I'm trying to create wedges that are going to prevent it from sinking more.
0: I see, okay.
1: Yeah. The ship's too big to pass through the portals, uh-huh. so theoretically it sits on top of them.
0: Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of clicked a moment ago. So yeah. Okay. I, I see what you're doing. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the, the, yeah, it stopped. You know, there's like, you know, there's still a, a large dragon corpse kind of wrapped around. So it is like, you know, and, and these portals aren't really big enough or are they big enough to completely keep it from moving at all?
2: Um, I mean, they're each five feet.
0: Okay, so there is a little bit of, like, sway to it. You know, the like, the center of gravity of the force of where this is pushing against. Right. You know, there is some movement, but it's not sinking any further.
2: Uh, I'll go ahead and drop my other two portals, uh, the ones I used to get in and out with, and okay. use them to create more um, stability. Uh, another one under the other edge of the access bay and another one under the front, but off to the side of it to try and balance it up
0: okay yeah yeah you I don't you don't need to check for this at all yeah uh, you have this firmly wedged the shifting is all but stopped
2: then I'm going to on my on my helmet I'm going to tell the door to open and hopefully that will wedge it out of the mud like it'll push itself up
0: I see so you're going to use the access ramp as a, <laughs> as, a as a little lever okay Yeah. yeah yeah that does that and it lifts it up sure and it, and right. it does and it does pitch the nose, um, well it can't go any further so it it, it does kind of, <laughs> I like this imagery of you drop the the hatch the hatch is part of the too big thing to go through the portal so it is lifting itself off of it so it is kind of, yeah yeah it's lifting itself up further out of the mud yeah.
2: Uh, then I'm gonna like trudge through the. Muck and try and get inside and see if I can get it to lift off now.
0: Okay. Um.
2: And like, if that dragon's like wrapped around, I'll try like uh, pulsing the air brakes to try and get it off. <laughs> but like those, you know, those things that like pop out that are just to increase air resistance. Uh huh. Uh, like
0: creates drag. Yeah. Yeah. Sure. Yeah, yeah. You do that. I, I called them
2: air brakes. I don't know what they're actually called.
0: I know what you're talking about. You know, they're kind of like little flaps that flare out. I got you. Uh, it's still a big dragon. So they're not, they're having difficulty. Like it is shifting. Yeah. Flappy bits. Uh, it, it is pushing it. You do see it nudging a little bit. Um, but as you're in the ship out from underneath one of the couches steps, KO your little uh, tentacular kitten, as you called it in episode one. Cause I re-listened to it last week. Cause I'm an <laughs> egomaniac. Um, Stumble, kind of like you know, steps out, does not look hurt at all. It's sitting there, it's looking at you. It's been a bit, so why don't you describe physically what KO looks like?
2: Uh, so KO, um, on a uh silhouette, uh, looks much like a cat, but like their tail is a um, like a tentacle, uh, and they have. Uh, their eyes are a bit odd, they have um, a strange tongue, and their limbs uh, though at the current time look absolutely normal, are completely like disjointed in a way. Uh, They can twist around and and be all weird and uh, it can turn itself like upside down and not quite inside out. Um, uh, And one second.
0: I should have killed this thing when I had the chance. This thing is terrifying sounding. I forgot how...
2: Uh, here, I'm going to share a picture.
0: Oh, cool. Listeners, Uh, put your ears the, very um, close to your earbuds. If anybody is
2: familiar with N- Nyarla by Alex Boat, it's that artwork.
0: And I'll post a picture on social media for this critter. Yep. The, the disjointed eyes is what kind of fucks me up the most. So, okay, this thing steps out and uh, they are looking up at you and their tentacle tail is kind of like swishing around, kind of annoyed. Uh, You are a cat owner. I am a cat owner. I know when my cat is annoyed because she's breathing. Um, But that kind of like swishing tail thing, just looking up at you as you're uh, kind of tinkering, uh, not tinkering, kind of slapping on the computer panels of your starship. And it gives out a, a little meow i'll uh
2: i'll i'll scoop it up and or else uh I'll, I'll yeah um i'll scoop it up in one of my arms and, and be like hey, don't run outside not right now um and, and i'm gonna keep trying to get the the ship up out of the muck
0: okay yeah give me another right. uh pilot. no give me an engine no you did the engineering bit so now give me a piloting check to uh to you know your your patch job just to see if you can get it
3: that's
2: much better um 20 22
0: okay uh yeah it starts to rise slowly uh the the body above starts to do it but then uh
2: karina do an aileron roll get this dragon off
0: <laughs> uh karina does kind of light up akim almost there and at that uh KO is uh, squir- now squirming in your arm, and it's going to leap out of your arm, and it's going to uh, rush out the door. And it is—it's uh, going to—it's going to. The, the dragon body is like all right there, so it kind of like hops onto a bit of it and climbs up. You hear uh, a groan, you hear a crunching sound, and uh, your <laughs> ship jolts. <laughs> as it rises up out of the muck up the there's dragon not a
2: dragon corpse anymore is there
0: there's a dragon corpse but it's missing half of its left arm the arm that was on top of your ship is gone and uh as, as it's kind of like you know you, it, it gets it out it's kind of like luke's uh x-wing when it comes out of the mud it's just kind of hanging there out of the mud all of it dripping off dragon blood kind of coursing down and uh, looking over the top into the viewport is KO just looking down at you. It walks on the view the, the viewport glass, squeezes its way through the broken hole, and then it just sits in the co-pilot's chair as your uh as the skull and tones is now free.
2: I'm roll perception to see okay. if Occam notices the missing arm. Um uh,
0: Oh, you don't even you don't even need to do that because as you've lifted up the 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 dragon body slides off freely, and you see just a, a nubbin of an arm that is uh like laser sliced off, uh like a like a true straight cut as it like it's like sinking down into the muck.
2: Like, just like looks over really slowly at Kale, and just really slowly looks back at the controls, and is just like, all right. Okay, um, up we go, <laughs> and uh, I want to get above the um, uh, I want to get above the uh, canopy and look okay. for a clear space to land. That's not going to make me sink and treat my ship like a horse in the never-ending Story. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it was kind of—it was one of the instances of—I kind of hope he hasn't seen this because this is more fun for me if he hasn't. Um. So no, you 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 rise up. You're you're able to uh make your way. It's it is a dense forest here, but you remember that the uh, the dragon temple. Can't remember if I revealed. I, I have or... half an
2: idea that that dragon came from there. <laughs> I I probably won't pick that place. Okay. So um, uh, it is
0: difficult, but you know you can you, you rise up. Um.
2: Even if it's a tight fit, like if he can okay. find it, even solid place to land, he'll take it.
0: Uh, yeah, you're able to, you know, you can squeeze. Uh, it's difficult. Give me, actually give me a piloting check as you're maneuvering through the uh, the, the jungle here. You go near the ship, the Kasata colony ship uh, is completely overgrown with uh, foliage and trees, but if uh, you give me a pilot check, you can you know, we can I see got how... Attention. Okay, average. Uh, you know, there is a lot of scuffing, a lot of scraping, but you're able to, you know, find a little niche next to this colony ship, and you're able to set it back down.
3: Oh, fuck. Um,
2: uh,
1: next,
0: next to you, Ko is like vigorously licking their paws. They they were covered in mud, so they are just sitting there in their co-pilot's chair, just licking, cleaning themselves.
2: Hey, you stay put, will you? And I'm gonna go um, open up the. Uh... The receptacle that has Karina's AI core in it and make sure it's unharmed.
0: Okay. Give me an engineering check to uh look over uh the AI core.
2: God. Five.
0: You definitely are sure this is where you plugged Karina in when you first got her. Oh god. She's fine. Oh uh it it is uh it it is, you know, it is beat to shit, but you don't really you can't tell if there's any degradation you did when she was speaking to you before uh there was definitely some uh issues with techno babble uh to explain why she was uh speaking so uh bizarrely but no it doesn't seem to be uh damaged it is interior it was just the uh signal what was the word you used earlier amplifier amplifier the amplifier was damaged but the core itself the inside it looks shooken up in here some of the chairs are you know are a little warped from uh just the the force of being pummeled by a dragon but no doesn't seem to be uh any damage but your uh, communications are completely shot
2: uh he's gonna go outside and he's going to try and heal the amplifier
0: okay I'm um, going while you start blasting away with your chrono blast. I want to zip over to uh, Rhapsody and them. You've uh, set up camp, you know, a little camp, camp site going. Um, yeah. Ockham unloaded all of his, uh, most all of his worldly possessions to you. So you guys do have the corpse lantern there if you'd like to use it as a light source, or you can start a fire. It's entirely up to you. What does your camp look like right now?
1: Um, well, we have a couple of tents, I think, Uh, but, uh, yeah. It was mostly the
0: fire that I was asking you, like, if you want to do a fire, sorry.
1: I don't think so. I I think, uh, not knowing what else might be around here, we don't want to be snuck up on in the night.
0: Uh,
1: so probably going to do a cold camp.
0: Okay. Cold camp. Uh, ration bars being passed around by Addy. So yeah, you guys are just munching on uh, uh, legally distinct Cliff bars.
3: Delicious. <laughs> um, at some point, Brasha will make his way up to the the higher area where there is the rest of those. Uh, papers. Okay.
0: With the boots?
3: Probably. Okay.
0: So, uh, just to walk you through that, it's, uh, move action to, like, engage them, and then you're able to scale it up, no problem. There's, uh, they're magic, so I don't believe they're powered. Let me just double check. Yeah, they're not powered. So, I was like, do I need to, you know, start watching battery charges? But no, they're magical items. It's a magic... They're magical boots. You're able to uh, walk right up. You can run if you'd like. Um, in combat, like you'd, you'd be restricted to your move act, your movement speed, but since you're out of combat, you can run up and down trees if you like. But yeah, you're able to get up there and you find more of these uh, charcoal kind of rubbings and uh, retrieve them and head back to the camp.
3: Cool, 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 cool.
1: Yeah, I th- I think most of the evening is just going to be about resting up and making sure that uh, we don't get snuck up on.
0: Okay. Um, now, last session you used your shield to slide down a muddy embankment, so you're probably gonna I mean, have well, your full. Uh, yeah, she
1: she cleans her shit every mm-hmm.
0: night. So sure. Yep. I just want to make sure it's it's stated that yeah you you it was uh, a really cool move you did and it saved you. Uh, action economy so uh, yeah so you're spending the, this this time just scrubbing the muck out of this uh, you have all the tools for it so I don't need to do anything with that at all but you are uh, you're doing that Addie is kind of futzing with some arrows uh, she's been using she's been using quite a bit so she's uh, I'm gonna do Let me I don't even know if she has engineering to do this she does okay so yeah she is uh kind of uh tinkering not tinkering uh brasha and akam tinker um she is like you know cutting off like frayed bits of uh these arrows uh any of them like she has a, a survival knife like she's like paring down any uh nubs or anything, any, like, imperfections, and if there's any that are beyond, she just snaps them in half.
3: <laughs> yeah, Brasha is actually going to start tinkering.
0: Uh-huh. Um. <laughs> oh, uh, actually, I had a question about your tinkering. Let me consult my notes. So, um in a in a recent episode you said uh you were doing the kind of slapdash crafting of a lens pistol now you said it's not pretty uh you said um i didn't quote you but uh i do have a note here to ask you if there is there going to be any uh you oh you said like it would damage quicker so is there any mechanical thing you wish to give this uh lens pistol that you crafted
3: um, I didn't have any, just it's, you know, it, like, it's a lot more liable to, like, break if it's dropped or, okay. like, hit anywhere, like.
0: Okay. <clears throat> it, was, it was more of a flavor thing, like, if you saw it, like, it overheats if you fire more than three shots kind of thing, so, no, entirely up to you. I just wanted you to, die? I had, Yeah.
1: I think at some point during the cleaning of this armor, it would occur to Rhapsody that during the fight Uh she heard the comms come back online. Yes. And she'd be like, oh shit. Yeah. Um, and hand Brasha his uh data pad Mm -hmm. and uh pulls her hers out to check it. (laughs) Okay.
0: So um I'll since you brought it up, Rhapsody, good catch. Uh, you have uh, several miss uh, messages, missed emails, uh, calls for status reports, uh, deals from uh, arms dealers, uh, uh, like uh, commissary discounts.
1: Uh, yeah, she's just deleting all the junk mail. Okay. Um, <laughs> and she'll see what see what uh, she's got from her command.
0: But... Okay. Uh, these are kept short and sweet from um sort of valor you know adjunct you know long long title thing um it, it you know one of the first ones uh situation report is expected um or has been received and then like there's some more like it has been two days since you check in it has been four days since check in so there's just a couple of these
1: um i think she will uh send a reply that says something along the lines of situation being handled. Uh, the, uh, comms not secure details to follow. Okay. Yeah. This is going to try to raise Ockham.
0: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You're, uh, uh, while blasting with your chrono, I keep wanting to say chrono trigger and I don't know, I don't, I've never even played the damn game, but, uh, (laughs) while, while you're blasting away with your chrono, uh, magic, uh, your, uh, your helmet has a notification of an incoming call. Was it a call, Rhapsody? Yeah. She'll just okay. Call it. okay.
2: Um, he's, he's still in a very panicked state. Uh, he's just trying to fix things before, um, I mean, like anything else can happen. Mud fucking fries something or, or whatnot. So he doesn't answer. Um, oh. Uh, not not immediately anyway uh so first blast is 11 points of healing mm-hmm. uh to the trans uh to the signal amplifier mm-hmm. uh does that get it functioning again or is it still completely dead
0: uh no it's not completely dead no 11 points is able to get it uh back into uh working order it's still it doesn't look pretty like your magic like it undoes damage 11 points is plenty enough to get it functional so yeah, um, it, and right now your your helmet is still buzzing with an incoming call. Are you going to hit ignore, or are you just letting it ring?
2: Um, bef- before I answer, I'm going to let Karina, you hear me?
0: Oh, Akim, that did it. I'm back.
2: I'm getting a call. Uh, run self-diagnostics.
0: Yes, I need to pair with the shard. In the gun.
2: Can you not pick it up from here?
0: Processing now. Rhapsody's calling you, Ockham. You shouldn't leave her waiting.
2: Right. I'll answer the calls. Yeah.
0: Hello, darling.
2: What? What do you need?
1: Well, I saw you got the comms working.
2: Yeah, the dragon attacked the ship and... She's pretty fucked up.
1: How bad is it?
2: Well, there's a hole in... There's a bunch of holes. The amplifier was completely fried. I was able to fix it a bit. But I'm about half spent for the day already. And she's definitely not worthy.
1: Can you get her to us?
2: Shouldn't be a problem. If you can transpond your location. She's looking for the shard in uh the gun now well so if you if can you
1: bring can... her to us perhaps Brasha can help you get her back into working order
2: maybe I think this is going to take more time than anything
1: I mean if you don't think you can bring her to us I can give the gun to Brasha and have him head towards you
2: I I don't know yet I, I don't know if she can tell where you're at yet I, I'll, I'll know soon
0: Uh Karina pipes into the call <clears throat> hey, Rhapsody! I've been synced with the helmet and the gun. Uh, we are as one whole now. You are carrying a shard of me. I know right where I am. Well,
1: that is good news, darling. Can you get here? Is the question?
0: Uh, give me, give me one sec. Let me see if she. Ooh, it is dense forest <laughs> where you're at. Getting down there would be tricky. If there was any way. Oh, Brasha, you have magic boots. Yes,
3: we're just fun.
1: if you need a place to land, I can do some damage to some trees.
0: That's true, also. Uh, I wouldn't need much room, but Brasha, if you could meet me halfway, Akim could portal you inside.
2: Well, I mean, sensibly speaking, halfway with a difference of... Uh, imaginary speeds would probably be like him walk for five minutes.
0: <laughs> it was uh, halfway. Like she can't go all the way to the ground, but Brasha can't oh, go I... all the way to the sky kind of thing. I got you. Watch.
2: Um, me. <laughs> and uh, Occam is going to spend like five or maybe even 10 minutes. One, uh, once it's functional again, he's going to go look for Francis. Uh, but I imagine he doesn't find him.
0: I imagine so. Karina,
2: darling,
1: just bring Occam head this way. Don't push yourself too hard. Uh, Addie and I will clear a landing space for you, and Brasha can help Occam get you back in full working order.
0: Sounds lovely. It'll It'll be good to have all the gang back together again. We've had some adventures
1: Well, the adventure's not over. Be careful.
0: Uh, Brasha, uh, oh, sorry, go ahead. Tell Alcom not to argue. He should know better by now.
2: Uh, so when I do go back to the ship and set off to fly that way, uh, I'm gonna make sure that the scanners are up, that they're looking for anything of substantial size that's flying. Uh, Uh, for automatic alert as well as I'm going to try and establish contact with the other uh, or with the knights
0: Um, Okay, so a couple things Give me a computer check to engage your sensors to uh, scan for
2: I'm slightly better at that Okay Slightly Slightly. Kinesis are not skill monkeys (laughs) Um, 18
0: Okay, that's enough. Um, you don't see any uh, classification: huge, gigantic, or large creatures in the media in the immediate area.
2: And is that by classification of ship size or by creature size? Creature size. Okay. Yeah. So. Oh,
0: you know what? That I lied. Uh, it does. It does ping the colony ship as a gigantic creature.
2: Okay. Um anything large
0: flying uh nothing you got oh yeah you got you got good enough on that check uh there is nothing currently bigger than a medium sized creature uh in the skies tonight
2: okay um so those can probably be avoided most likely um But yeah, he's gonna fly out. He's gonna try and establish contact with uh, the Triaxian Knights, and uh, on his way to meet up with Russia and Rhapsody. Okay.
0: So, okay, I'm going to zip over to them then, and we can we can do that in a bit. Uh, So, Rhapsody, uh, Akim definitely sounded panicked in that phone call, but uh, you guys have you sorted things out. You've made a plan.
1: well, yeah, he was panicked. That's the reason she bypassed him and made a plane with Karina.
0: Very good. Okay. <laughs> so you uh, you agreed that you were going to um, make a landing zone. So how do you intend to yeah. do that?
1: Um, She'll get Addie to come out with her. And basically, she's strong. She's just going to start clearing trees. Um, Addie had some kind of little hatchet before where she was... Gathering wood and stuff mm-hmm. Rhapsody will just start taking down trees
0: <laughs> okay uh so while you guys are uh swinging away at the trees, I'm going to uh brasha what are what have what have you been doing uh during the phone call and uh all of this
3: uh I am tinkering now the uh the stats for the acid cannon you
0: sent me uh-huh uh, are a living pistol-sized weapon. Uh-huh. Oh, oh! I sent you the wrong one. It's the next one down. The macrogate. Yes. Macrogate.
3: Uh, I mean that should still be a pistol-sized, I think.
0: Uh, what, it, whatever it is you need it to be, wink, is what it is. <laughs> it's that's just uh, the uh, the uh, the style of weapon uh, I needed for the encounter
3: gotcha okay okay phone calm down Uh,
1: and i did give you back your data pad and all your cell
3: phones uh yeah he's not concerned with that right now
1: (laughs) i'm just saying you've got them back
0: um so that buzz that you heard a moment ago that was um all of the uh food delivery service things from Absalom Station, sending you all those sweet, sweet promo codes.
3: Uh, thank goodness. (laughs) Okay. Um, They'll give you free delivery after your next three orders. How could I ignore that? Oh, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Um, so yeah, he has this, um, this acid cannon, um, torn into parts, a couple of them handled a lot more gingerly than the rest. Um mm-hmm. and he is he's currently fitting together the uh like the the long barrel that he had stolen from Occam's eye rifle and uh a few of those uh copper wire wrapped batteries. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, he's, he's fixing it all together pretty much into a full-sized rifle, Okay. um, uh, making liberal use, (laughs) uh, making liberal use of the, um, insulation that he tore out of the armor, as well as any insulation from the original acid cannon, Mm -hmm. um, And by the end of it, he has this kind of terrifying looking amalgamation of a rifle that uh, aesthetically, it looks a lot like the Fallout plasma pistols or plasma rifles. Okay. (laughs) Like the, they've got like those uh, lit up coily jet uh, little spokes on the side. Yep. Yeah. and uh, very. It's it's a little bit more insulation, uh, just like wrapped around it, rather than it being fully enclosed at this point. <laughs> but it is uh, it is set up, and he uh, he kind of like checks, and he's like, something's missing, something's missing. Uh, oh, right. Um, I need. A large battery. Uh, what is they called? I was gonna say injector, and I know that that is not right. <laughs> um, a large battery houser. Uh, and he's kind of like looking through the parts, and then he kind of looks over at the rest of the party, and he sees Karina strapped to Rhapsody's back. And he's like. Tempting, but that might be more expensive than it's worth. Uh, okay. <laughs> what? One piece missing.
0: Um, you know what? I, I will, uh, <laughs> give me intelligence check. I can do that. Since I get them thrown at me so much in other games, I'm going to be a little more, uh, Free with now, who would do them. that to you a monster
3: <laughs> <laughs> uh straight up intelligence or any yeah, yeah
0: yeah just just to like just to like a recall or engineering just engineering because
3: oh, that is vastly different it's, of course it's, it's it either is. a 16 or a 24
0: <laughs> okay so that's your athletics for jump i got it okay give me a, a just a <laughs>
3: yeah oh a large battery receiver is what i was trying to think of
0: gotcha. i don't know if i said that but. you said to the effect
3: yeah, yeah. <laughs> 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 what are you gonna do from all the way over there <laughs> oh no she ran out of battery Ock. i'm sorry
0: <laughs> uh, what was the engineering check was it a 24 yeah okay uh that's nuts um so um it's not pretty it's not shiny or uh well fits together but you have ion tape and a zip stick if you wanted to straight up sci-fi duct tape this uh battery into place And also, check your private messages, you piece of shit.
3: <laughs> I'm doing that right now.
1: I'm distracted by Sean's spelling of laser.
3: Lazor. <laughs> laser. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, that'll work. He'll probably... It probably looks pretty ugly, <laughs> but... I guess he has torn apart quite a few laser pistols at this point. Uh-huh. So he probably has a handful of just like small receivers. Okay. Um, yeah, and he'll like <clears throat> carefully cut out the walls between them and like, yeah, just zip stick them together uh, <laughs> so that they could accommodate a large. Um, sure. And I did do some reading. Oh. Haha. Uh-huh um if you are using a high capacity battery like your gun needs a high capacity battery you can use a small capacity battery mm-hmm. uh, in instead of a large it'll just obviously burn out a lot faster okay um so he doesn't need a high capacity battery right now he just needed the receiver okay and uh he'll yeah he'll just kind of uh' plug in one of the small batteries into it and uh, a very pleasing hum emits from it. Um, oh. The uh, the copper coils
0: start to glow a little bit with the heat that's emanating <laughs> off of them. <laughs> this sounds like it's going to be almost as much of a damage, uh, a, a danger to the party as it is to the enemy.
3: Uh, you know what? It, it's a good anti-theft um okay <laughs> measure um but yeah it, it's kind of like uh you know it's got these three batteries pretty much already like plugged into it to reroute power okay uh, but it needs that that one in the receiver to to actually power up and and when it okay. does it's just and he goes, aha, ah, Addy, today,
1: look, ah, and I did it. Now, I I think with him playing with all this, when she's seen how excited he is about this and whatnot, she's just, she's going to reach in her bag and pull out another gun and toss toy. <laughs> and be like, here, you can play with this too. I don't need it.
0: So um, as previously stated before, androids sweat. Uh, the way they show exertion is like the surface temperature of their skin elevates. So right now, um, these two large, beautiful women are uh, <laughs> just lumberjaning uh their way uh, into a landing pad. It takes some time, but uh, you know, what are actually, I know what Addy is using. What is Rhapsody using? Is she using her long sword?
1: um she's not gonna use her analog sword that's her main fighting sword she'll take uh cadenza out and use her
0: so cadenza is your your wailing wailing blade blade. yep okay so yeah uh so the 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 hum of this is uh (laughs) normally when you swing it 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 makes this kind of like uh what what note did you say i think you said there was like a specific Tune tone maybe not
1: um when well it only really does makes a noise when uh she gets a critical hit that it's it's a special effect
0: that's what it is okay
1: um which whenever that happens you you hear a sound almost like an angelic choir Mm -hmm. um and it will deafen
0: you (laughs) jesus okay you are uh, using this thing and just slicing through. Why don't you give me uh, three d20 rolls? Okay. Uh, straight d20s or are you
1: doing yeah.
0: strength checks? Uh, you can, no, you can do uh, attacks if you want to do attacks. I just want to see if any of these crit. Um, Let's see. No, because
1: that's not a 20. Uh, but that's 18 plus... Too, if you're
0: doing my strengths, so oh, yeah, these are these are melee attacks, so whatever you're gonna roll is definitely gonna hit, I'm sure. This is a tree, I'm just trying to okay, see if so any of so you're just crit. trying
1: to see if I crit, yeah. Oh, no, they do
0: not, okay, they do not, but uh, Eddie's do she rolled three d20s as well and got two nat 20s. Uh, when I need them to happen, or you know, when right. she needs them to, in a battle, she can't, but god damn it, she can she can fell some trees. So yeah, uh she uh she's two-handing um, uh she so she uses the hatchet for a bit, but then she takes the uh the sharp side of the dwarven hammer and is just fucking going to town. So it takes uh let's call it 30 minutes of uh you guys just, you know, methodically powerfully slamming through here, uh, just knocking all these Large trees down. You're doing it smart. I'm not gonna like require any weird checks. Like you, you know how to properly take down a tree. And uh, so you finish, and there's a landing. There's a landing area wide enough for Occam's ship to uh, land safely. And uh, when it's over with, uh, Rhapsody, you're definitely kind of heat not not glowing mechanically, but just heat is just emanating off of you from the exertion. Uh, you're strong but these are still old thick trees and uh Addie is just uh just sweat is pouring down her her she had to put her hair up in a, in a what do you call it a bun um okay but yeah the two of you are just breath well you're always breathless she is breathless covered in sweat trees are all knocked down and you guys have made a nice little uh, landing pad and you guys are standing off while uh Vrasha is celebrating his uh tinkering.
1: I imagine once they get the trees knocked down and moved out of the way um we're not anywhere near like the river anymore but is there any
0: water nearby? Uh there are like uh little like water will pool from you know the the So I described the jungle before as like sometimes the snow will like just rest on the canopy and then melt and drip down. So there are like little pools of water.
1: Well, that's what I'm thinking. Is it nice cold water from the melted snow? Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Just to splash on her face and clean up and maybe stop not mechanically glowing, but glowing. (laughs) (laughs) From the heat and everything. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I think didn't get that
0: I didn't get that wrong did I like we talked like, oh like no, I know you're
1: right i am okay. just i I think right now Herman concern is she's waiting for Occam. she she wants to know how bad off Karina is Gotcha so she's probably pacing back and forth in front of this clearing they have made
0: okay so I will uh, uh brush it so you're are, what are you are you gonna do anything with the pistol that uh, uh Rhapsody tossed to you it was a sonic suppressor. I'm eating cereal. Uh Brash is eating cereal as we zoom over to Ak- <laughs> You're good. No, you're good. Keep eating, you're fine. Uh Occam. Ak- Wait, no, we
1: need to know what kind of cereal brushes is. Okay,
0: eating. yeah. Abadaro's. <laughs> um
3: Honey Nut Golden Vaults. Honey Crisp Medleys. That's good actually. I like that. Thanks. I stole it directly from this off-brand so uh, uh, cereal name
0: <laughs> uh so while brasha is uh helping himself to some cereal thanks Eric. thanks Eric oh far <laughs> we'll zoom back over to uh akim uh, as a as ship flies it will not take you long to get to where they are but uh I you 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 did say you wanted to uh run <laughs> raise the uh, the other triaxian knights on uh, comms. Yeah. So you get it. And uh, it, it it buzzes, it buzzes, it buzzes. It finally opens up to uh, the sound of uh, uh, sporadic gunfire and laser blasts. And uh, oh, fuck, I forgot her voice. Uh, Tybeezin, the half elf. technomancer. Uh, yeah, Technomancer. Uh, Akim, you got the signal jammer down. It's we're a little busy now. We're fighting off a... And then you hear, like, blasts. Uh, you, you The distinct sound of a magic missile going off. A large elemental has us pinned down. We don't have time. What do you need? Is, is it a water elemental? What? Is it a water elemental? Yes, yeah, a big one. We've never... Stop shooting at it. And then you hear, like, whole fire, whole fire in the background. More gunfire. Cease firing. Its, it's name is Tifos.
2: It's supposed to be finding you to help.
0: Well, it snuck up on our camp while we were resting. We were in a bad shape, and we thought we were being ambushed. <sighs> and so you, you, she'll, she'll like you hear like a like a, the sound of a, a hand going over. Let's just assume that hands going over is, is universal. And uh, <laughs> no, she mutes her mic, uh, Eric. So he is, Tifos. Oh my. Um. Yes, he's just filling us in now. I, I think we're good, Akim. Are we still good to rendezvous at the central location?
2: At the moment, I, I got a hold of my ship. We're trying to repair it. If all goes well, I might be able to pick you up.
0: Uh, we're kind of, we got our hands full now. Let's just radio silence and we'll just, you know, agree to meet where we said before. How about that? If there's anything emergency come up, reach us then.
2: Right. Is keep an eye out for dragons.
0: Uh, indeed, yes, thank you. And she sounds a little distracted because uh, Akim and Sean won't know this, but um, she is currently having a, a water elemental talking in her head. So um, so she's having a little difficulty juggling conversations. And uh, yeah. so the uh, the connection goes dead. Uh, well, she ends communication, and uh, you're. Uh, so how are you flying? Are you just up in the sky are you kind of like buzzing the tops the canopy here uh he Take me a
2: picture. about 20 feet above the canopy mm-hmm. um he's being pretty vigilant he's keeping an eye on the scanners mm-hmm. uh if he comes near any large like heat signatures or something that's not in his target area he'll avoid them uh Anything big flies out anywhere. He's going to try and avoid that. Okay. Um, He he's playing it very safe and defensive. He's doing what he's uh, good at with his ship and running away, basically. But (laughs) toward something.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, You're good. I'm gonna roll over the check. There is still nothing flying. It hasn't. Technically, there hasn't been much time since the last one. So you are. Fine, you, uh, z- you're you know, sk- uh, skimming atop the, the canopy 20 feet up. You come to a clearing, sometimes you'll have to like jostle around, uh, but you uh come to a clearing, and like there's a little notification on one of the displays that I, I'm gonna like kind of hand wave a chrono blast that you've repaired some of the cosmetic damages that were done okay. inside. Um, KO is uh sleep- sleeping silently in the co pilot seat, curled up in a tight ball. Um, But you're able like in one of the displays, it kind of shows like a a distance to like, you know, it says uh, shard um, and the distance is closing and you get there. You're able to touch down. Uh, I'm not going to make you do a pilot check to land your ship. You can land your ship just fine. Uh, You you open the rear hatch. Uh, You know what? Uh, Give me one more chrono blast. To heal? Uh, Okay, I'll ask you if because it takes burn. Do you want to use one more to close off the viewport?
2: Uh, yeah, because we're not replacing that out here.
0: Well, safe light repair, safe light replace. I don't know if that's a tech that that company's in Texas, okay. but shit. Um, fun local joke. Seven. It kind of like pieces like melts back together, but it's definitely got like spider webbing uh, cracks all throughout. Still, but not it is. Good not at all no <laughs> and you touch down uh you land there's a campfire no no fire uh in in sight uh but karina or the skull and tones has uh cannon we've already established these things have big ass lights on them so you can you go down and you see brasha uh munching on some off-brand cereal and uh <laughs> Rapsy and addy are kind of standing uh looking accomplished waiting for well Addy is standing there looking accomplished, and Rhapsody is pacing as you touch yeah. down and
1: exit. There, There is a very large pacing woman mm-hmm. outside your ship.
2: Yep. <laughs> hey. Uh, he looks pretty exhausted as he gets off. Um, <laughs> having uh, sucked up at this point four, four of the six points of burn, he's looking pretty. Uh, pretty old and haggard how is she? she seems fine the the core looks okay but sustains severe external damage I've patched some of it Uh, internal damage is from the heavy shock from the crash Uh, it's not fully fixed but uh there is a lot. There's a lot more to do.
1: Fetch uh, Brasha.
2: Tifos found the others. They were fighting, but I got them to stop and talk. They said to still rendezvous at the temple.
1: Well, we're not through clearing this place. We've eliminated the surface threats. Uh, there's a padlock door going down where I believe they're keeping the wildlife that they're corrupted. Uh, it's still padlocked for now. Plan is to go down tomorrow, but.
2: All right. We should
1: be safe enough up here for the night.
2: I was hoping the dragons around here wouldn't be assholes, but I guess I was wrong.
1: Uh, there's assholes in
0: every society.
2: Yes, well, there's one less now.
0: And there we have it, episode 20 in the bag. I hope you enjoyed this one. I, I know I promised Akim that he wouldn't face any repercussions for splitting the party, but cinematically it felt too good a chance to uh, have a dragon swoop in and crash his ship. Next week we will be having a spaceport story starring a familiar voice but with a new character. You'll have to stay tuned to find out and listen to that one. But before I let you go, I wanted to announce that I will be participating in the Smash Finder tournament a cross-podcast extravaganza featuring Pathfinder and Starfinder podcasters joining forces into teams and uh, playing uh, high-level characters in a tournament-style brawl. Uh, exact details are still uh, coming down, so make sure to follow Smashfinder on Twitter. But uh, it's pretty exciting, uh, some of the stuff we've been doing. I... Uh, I'm joining forces with the To Have and To Roll podcast, a Pathfinder 1E actual play that is doing a Curse of the Crimson throw playthrough. So go and give them a a listen. They're quite fun. They play one-on-one, one one GM versus one player who does several characters. So quite interesting that. Um, And that's it. That's all I have for you. Stay tuned next week. Same Hex time, same Hex channel. Hex Grid Heroes.